Okay. So welcome, welcome to this ROV Global Meditation for June 2023. Thank you for those of you who've joined us live on Zoom, also who are joining us on Enlightened World Network. Thank you for hosting us there. And those who are joining on the Raising Our Vibration Community Facebook page. So today's practice is called Releasing Identification to Know Who You Are. So let me give you a brief conceptual introduction to that. And then we're going to explore going beyond concept in this one. So identification with a limited sense of self is the root of all suffering and all the troubles in this world. So take that one in. We tend to identify with our name, be our family, our roles, our relationships, things we have, our careers, our achievements, our personal history, our memories, our thoughts, our feelings, our beliefs. All of this, we tend to collect around us and it forms a, a sense of who we think we are. And we don't realize these are all just impermanent perceptions. So we tend to hang on to these and try to make them more real, enduring, and substantial than they are. And in the process, try to make our sense of me more substantial than we are. And this causes us to suffer. These identifications also veil us from knowing who we are underneath all of that. So the more we're lost in these contents of consciousness, the less contact we have with who we are beyond these ephemeral and transient moments of experience. So the purpose of this meditation is to release layers of identification with who you think you are, which veil you from knowing your deeper essence as pure awareness. So you realize the deep peace and freedom and joy of who you truly are. So let's begin by finding a comfortable seat. Hopefully you're in a quiet, private space. And rest your hands cupped in your lap. And lightly close your eyes. Just take a moment to settle into your seat into being here now, together with all of us. And as we go through this meditation, practice mindfulness by paying attention on purpose in the present moment, non-judgmentally. That's a big one, non-judgmentally, especially when we're looking deep at ourselves and our sense of identification. So let's be like curious observers with an attitude of gentleness, kindness, and self-compassion for whatever arises, for whatever we discover, whatever we see. So now take a moment to check in inside. 
and just notice how you feel right now. So depending on where you are in your day, there may be feelings or experiences on your mind. Just notice anything on your mind as well as any feeling tone that's present. And just allow yourself to be as you are. Consider your intention for this practice. Why is this important to you? Consider that your practice is not just for you. That the effect of your practice, the effect of shifting your state of consciousness extends out to your loved ones, to everyone you interact with. And even wider than that through the collective consciousness and all that is. Your practice, your state of being, make a difference. So consider dedicating your practice to the well-being of all beings. And bring that intention to inspire this practice. Now let's begin with posture cues. So as usual, focus down into the soles of your feet and feel the sensations of contact of your feet on the earth. Feel the solid support and grounding presence of the earth through the soles of your feet. And allow your feet and toes to soften and relax as if they are melting deep down into the earth. And focus into your palms and fingers resting in your lap. Awaken sensory awareness here in your hands. Allow your hands to soften and relax as if they are melting down into your legs. As your hands relax, allow your arms and shoulders to relax down, releasing any tension in your shoulders, your neck, and your head. 
Imagine a string attached to the top of your head, drawing your spine gently upright, giving you a feeling of awakened clarity, rising from your perineum and tailbone right up through the core of your body, up through your spine and through the top of your head. Feel the tingling aliveness at the top of your head as you sit more upright. Now tuck your chin just slightly, gently lengthening the back of your neck. Lightly close your lips and rest your tongue upon the roof of your mouth with the tip of your tongue touching the gum line behind your upper front teeth. Soften and relax your tongue here. Now smile, a subtle smile of mindfulness, of gentle curiosity and knowingness. Grateful for this moment to recognize any identifications that are causing suffering. And this time to let go and recognize who you truly are as pure awareness beyond the content of the mind. Allow this smile of gentle curiosity and knowingness to relax your face. Relax your eyes. And release any tension from your eyebrows and your forehead. Allow this gentle feeling of smiling, this knowing smile to wash down through your whole body, filling every cell with gentle ease, curiosity, and knowingness. Now very gently and very slowly open your eyes and pick an object in your environment to focus on. And look at that object. You're aware of that, right? You're aware of that object. So there's a knowing that you are aware of that. Anything that you are aware of is not you. It seems to be out there. And you are here focusing on that. 
you are the one who is aware of that. So now, can you be aware of being aware of that object? Can you be aware of being aware? Can you be aware of awareness itself? This knowingness. Inquire into awareness itself. So there's a felt sense of awareness. It's very subtle. There's a subtle shift from first being focused on the object to being aware that you are focused on the object to being aware of awareness itself. So you might notice there's a subtle feel to awareness itself, to that which illumines the object and makes it known. As you are aware of awareness itself, inquire deeper into that. Is there any boundary to this felt sense of awareness? No, it's boundless. Does awareness begin or end? No, it's timeless, beyond time, beyond space. It just seems to be there, steadfast, underneath and surrounding and within all perceptions is that within which all experiences arise and that by which they are known. So take a moment to feel into awareness itself with your eyes open. Feel into this boundless field. Notice what happens to your mind. Stephen will guide us from here. Slowly, very slowly, lightly close your eyes with the same awareness. 
that Kevin's been guiding you into. Deep knowing. Awareness of awareness itself. As you lightly close your eyes, just simply notice the light behind the eyelids. There is still this knowing of seeing and the awareness of the knowing itself that is timeless. Now bring awareness to hearing and notice any sounds that are present. In the same way Kevin guided you to knowing of seeing here, we are just simply noticing any sounds that arise in the space that you're in. Just simply notice sounds arising. You don't need to focus on them. Just simply be aware of them. There's a knowing of these waves coming and going. If it's a consistent sound, like I have an air conditioner in my room, there's just a knowing of that sound and the pattern of the sound. And if it's sounds that come and go, there's just a knowing of the sound coming and going like a wave. And you're resting as this open expanse of pure, boundless awareness, allowing the experience of hearing to happen, to flow along with awareness. Notice how easeful it is just to rest naturally as the knowing of sound. There's a certain flavor to this knowing. It's natural, restful, easeful. If there's any shred of effort, just drop that effort. Allow it to drop away. There's no need to control anything here. You're just allowing hearing to happen with a sense of playfulness and effortless knowing like a child. Being open to the knowing of hearing. Almost as if you're hearing these sounds for the first time with a sense of innocence and delight. Just be present to any sounds as they arise, abide for a while, and then fade away. You have no need to cling to any of these sounds. You're simply resting as the knowing of the sounds coming and going. Notice how you can switch to the knowing of seeing behind the eyelids, the light in the eyes, and then you can rest as the knowing of hearing of the sounds that arise. It's the same knowing. And just as Kevin guided you, you can be aware of that knowing, that knowing that is the same. 
So here, be aware of sensations that are happening in your body. Just notice any tensions that arise, any movement, any muscles, tingles, warmth. Could be in your calves, shoulders. I'm aware of the hairs on my skin, on my arms, the energy in my calves, because I've just been doing rebounding. So again, you don't need to grab onto any of them. You're just simply noticing sensations in the body. Right? There's a knowing of the felt sensations inside the body, and you've switched your knowing of hearing to the knowing of these sensations inside the body. Again, you bring in the same sense of openness, naturalness. You might feel, for example, the sensations of your breathing. There's a knowing of those sensations. There's also perhaps a knowing of tightness or pain, or maybe a feeling of relaxation in your hands. Just notice whatever sensations are present for you. Right? There's a knowing of these sensations without judgment. It also tells us something about our present state of awareness. Sometimes we might be more focused on tension just because it's that kind of day. Sometimes we might be more focused on relaxation. So there's a knowing of certain qualities that arise. So it's the same knowing of hearing, of light behind the eyes, of objects when your eyes are open, now applied to body sensations. It's like your body is happening within this vast ocean of awareness because you can bring this knowing to the body too. You're aware of the body sitting here and you are this knowing and you're also aware of the knowing and the sensations coming and going like waves. Just rest in that knowing for a few moments. You might notice sensations coming and going, arising in different parts of your body, being the ocean and noticing the waves as they arise. It's like being aware of different sections of the ocean. Here you're the ocean and the waves are arising in different parts of the body. Notice how there is a knowing as they arise within the vast ocean of awareness. There could be a knowing of sensations in the head in the shoulders, for example, in your hands, in your belly, in your hips, in your calves. But each time it's the same knowing that is aware of them. There's a deep knowing that is consistent all the way through. A knowing of these different sensations. So you can switch back to noticing sounds. I just notice the sounds in your environment and it's the same knowing that is aware of sounds. 
you're allowing sounds to unfold effortlessly. It's the same knowing. And it is the same allowing. You don't need to grab onto any sounds. You're just simply resting as this ocean and the sounds are waves. You're simply resting as the knowing of sounds. There's kind of this delicious feeling that arises when you recognize that you are the ocean. And you don't need to do anything about those sounds. There's just a knowing of them. And you're able to allow them to rise, abide, and vanish. You know you are not the sound. You're simply resting as that knowing. And you can be aware of that knowing of sound. Now switch back to the knowing of body sensations. You know you are not the body sensations because they change. They're impermanent. You're simply resting as the knowing of the body sensations. It's the same knowing that is now aware of body sensations. You know you are not the body sensations, just like you know you are not the sounds. The body is much closer to us, so it's we'd never say to ourselves, we're the sound of the dog, but we will often say and identify with the body and its sensations. Oh, I'm this pain. I'm this tension. So here you know you are not the body and its mm -hmm. sensations. You can be aware of the knowing of the body sensations themselves. Just turn very subtly, first of all, to the knowing of a particular body sensation, just gently. So I'm turning to the knowing of the energy in my calves, right, from running and from rebounding. And just gently be aware of the knowing. Sometimes it's just a glimpse. It's just a moment. You might just suddenly recognize it. It has a certain subtle taste or texture. You're beginning to be aware of the flavor of this knowing. So if you get that glimpse, just then drop it and rest. Don't try to get it because it's very, very subtle. The flavor of awareness itself. You're becoming familiar with it through this constant, gentle knowing of sounds, knowing of body sensations, and then turning towards the awareness of that knowing. Normally, awareness rests in the background, illuminating that which you are focused on in the foreground. So now you're tuning into the background of awareness itself, this knowing of whatever is in the foreground. So now we'll apply the same process to our thoughts. 
So now bring awareness to thoughts. Let's bring up something simple and neutral, maybe a thought of what you ate at your most recent meal. So I love blueberries and yogurt, so I've got this wonderful sense of seeing the food, tasting it. Just notice that you can see your food, taste it, notice the textures in your mouth, the sounds of chewing. You're just allowing this thought of what you ate and the sensory experience of it to arise, just the same as with any other object. You're just being aware of it. Now, like your other sensations and perceptions, you know you are not this thought. You're not any other thought either. And this might be a revelation. Oh, I'm not my thoughts. I'm not my body sensations. I'm not the sounds. I'm not the objects of my vision. I'm not my thoughts. You are not your thoughts. No matter how compelling and personal they may seem, you're simply resting as the knowing of this thought as it arises. You're resting as this vast awareness within which this thought arises. It's quite a wonderful recognition to know you can call to mind a thought of a pet and allow it to arise. And know the thought as it arises. You can start to learn about, know the quality of your thoughts. If I ask you to bring up the thought of a grandmother or grandfather, even the person that arises is an insight. There's a freshness. Oh, it's that grandmother or that grandfather. So you're resting as the knowing of thoughts. It's much more subtle now as you rest as this vast awareness within which all thought arises. So like this, this thought and these thoughts, you can allow any other thought you wish to arise. You don't have to make this happen. Thoughts just arise, abide for a while and dissolve into awareness from which they came, like waves in the ocean. And you can simply rest in the knowing of thoughts as they arise and fade. See if you can notice the thought that arises next, a little bit like a jungle cat poised. Just notice what arises. Thoughts hum and go. Some you may focus on and give energy to and identify with. And thereby they seem more real and substantial. But you can also just allow them to arise and dissolve, knowing that you are not your thoughts. So there is more choice because there's more space in your thoughts. They're like impermanent waves, like all your other thoughts, feelings, and perceptions. And you are the knowing, the awareness within which they arise. You are the infinite potential 
of the universe itself, allowing these thoughts to arise. So just as you can bring your awareness to the knowing of thought, so let's bring one more thought, a thought of an activity you've enjoyed today or this week. So I'm just going to a funny water game that I played with my daughter. So there's a thought that arises of me playing happily in the garden in the sun. So just allow that knowing of thought to arise. And now move back to the knowing of body sensations. So here I'm aware of the sensations in my shoulders. So just become aware of what the feelings are in your body. This knowing. It's the same knowing. There's the same texture. The same knowing is being applied to different perceptions. And now just as we did before with Kevin, slowly open your eyes. Very slowly open your eyes and bring this awareness to the knowing of seeing. So you could look at the same object as Kevin guided you to or a different one. And here I'm just aware of the computer itself in front of me. So you're just being aware of seeing. You're allowing the field of vision to arise just as it does. And you're relaxing as this knowing of seeing. So just recognize that you know this object. So there's, in my case, there's the computer. I know I'm seeing it. I'm not identifying with the computer. I'm just allowing the field of vision to be present. And resting is this knowing of seeing. Right? There's a subtle texture of knowing that I'm seeing this object, this computer. The awareness of seeing itself is very powerful because we often simply focus on the objects that we see and we disregard the knower, the one who sees, the knowing of seeing. So just for a moment, rest in the knowing of seeing this object. So it's like you're resting back. I often think of this as simply resting and dropping and sinking and being aware of the computer without labels, without judgment, without opinions. It's just there. And I'm turning gently towards the knower of the seeing. Now, at this moment, you know you are not the object. You wouldn't say, I'm the computer or I'm whatever other object I'm seeing because you're aware there's more awareness just like you were with your thoughts. You know you are not your thoughts. You know you are not these objects. And you're also not your feelings. You are not your other sensations or perceptions. So here it's the same knowing that is illuminating your perception. That knower, the knowing, is like a light that illuminates when you recognize it. When you learn to rest as the knowing, there is a brightness to the field, a clarity. So now 
close your eyes very gently. Be aware as you close of your eyes of the light behind your eyelids. So be aware of this knowing of seeing in a different way, the inner light of the body. And then become aware again of the knowing of your body sensations. Whatever arises in your body, feelings of your shoulders, feelings of your ears, but even swallow. A moment of swallowing saliva and be aware of the knowing. And you feel that sensation. So this the same knowing. There's a knowing with the eyes open. There's a knowing with the eyes closed. So as you begin to rest as this knowing, you begin to see that it's the same knowing, whether you're focused on visual objects, body sensation, thoughts, or feelings. Now bring that same knowing to the knowing of identity to who you think you are. You might notice that you have certain beliefs. Right? Just consider them. Begin to look at your ideas, maybe about your job, about who you think you are, your name, about the way people call your name, about your body about your health, about your relationships, about the roles that you play. You might have certain achievements or stories that you often tell the same stories about your personal history. So just be aware of those stories. Just note, oh yeah, I often say this about myself. I say this. I use these labels. I use these names. You might identify who you are with any of these or all of them. Notice especially any repetitive stories, any positive or negative stories that you tend to tell about yourself. Here you're just being aware of them in the same way as you've been aware of sounds, of objects, of seeing, of thoughts, of feelings and body sensations. Now you're bringing this knowing to your stories, your ideas, your concepts of self. Just allow them to arise like waves in the ocean, simply noticing, not judging, just bringing this knowing of who you think you are to all these stories and ideas. You are not your stories. You are not your ideas because there is a knowing of your idea. Oh, I think this, or I'm this person, or I'm this position or this role. So in the same way as you know you are not the body and you know you are not what you see, and you know you are not what you think. Equally, you are not these stories. Because these change over time and in different contexts. 
you might even consider a story you told about yourself when you were a kid. Oh, I was good at this. I was good at that. Might be a sport you did as a kid that you don't do anymore. Or a way of relating to other children that you don't relate to now. Just notice the different stories about yourself. Everything we are aware of changes. Yet the knowing of those remains the same. It is the same knowing of these stories. And it is the same knowing of your body sensations. And it is the same knowing of your thoughts. So what if you set all of this aside? You are not the sounds. So you can go to the sounds for a moment. You know you're not those. And then you can go to the light behind your eyelids. You know you're not what you see. You can go to the feelings in your body, in your shoulders. You know you're not those feelings. You're not the body. You can go to a thought of your food. You know you're not the thoughts. You can go to a story you told about yourself as a child and then one that you tell now. You're not your stories. You are not your beliefs. You are not the identity or who you think you are. What happens if you put aside all of that and just rest in the knowing. The awareness in, within which all of this arises. So you drop all the control, all the grasping, all the clinging to the sense of identity. Drop all of the sense of being something and just simply rest in the knowing of those stories, identities, sound. And it's so easeful and natural and effortless just to rest in the knowing. Simply rest in the knowing and then rest as the awareness of this knowing. And it's very subtle, just simply bringing awareness of awareness itself. Because right? the knowing of all of this has no limits and when you turn to awareness of the knowing it is boundless there's no limit or boundary to this felt sense of knowing beyond all names labels and ideas you're dropping all of that and just resting as this knowing itself this knowing is pure awareness resting in that within which everything arises Ah, uh, beyond names, beyond form, beyond all concepts, beyond past and future. There is this deep silence.
the same way there is a knowing of sound here there is a knowing of silence silence is limitless a portal to presence no bounds no limits And equally, your body and your eyes are very still. Just notice the stillness of the eyes, the stillness of the body. There is a knowing of stillness. And if you turn to find any limits for stillness, you notice stillness is timeless, vast, boundless, and present. In that stillness and in that silence, there is vast space, boundless openness. Slowly, very slowly, open your eyes as this spacious presence, simply being this knowing space. 
Waste as this limitless, boundless space. There is a freshness and an openness, a natural sense of being that is filled with gratitude, compassion, awe, and love. It's all-embracing knowingness, all-embracing awareness. You are that. There's a delight in this moment, like a young child. You're not focusing on anything. You're just simply resting as this knowing, this openness, this delight of the view, curious, awake, present to what is. And as you go about your day, you can move as this knowing, as this vast openness. You might find your pacing is different. Thoughts are more subtle. Actions are more subtle, delightful, playful even. When you need to engage, you can then very wisely bring a sense of the one that knows the one that knows itself as knowingness beyond all form, engaging with everything and everybody through this fluid, transient sense of me, knowing the me. So there's a sense of playfulness to your identity. You can use it when you need it to engage, to share. Knowing yourself as vast and timeless being. Awareness beyond form and beyond content. So there's this ever-present knowing. And you can use identity without identification. There's a sense of great joy, a sense of awe, and a sense of me that is functional and relative, and that you don't hold on to. And the true you, the you, who you truly are, is far beyond that. You can allow thoughts and feelings and perceptions to be moments that arise and divide and fade away. While you remain steadfast, stable, peaceful in the knowing of them. And as this peaceful, tranquil equanimity this gentle, peaceful knowing of all that is. You remain as this vast awareness within which everything arises, ungraspable, undefinable, and yet undeniable. So take a moment to allow this insight to integrate. Notice how you feel. If you could sum up this feeling in a word or a phrase or an image, 
what would this be? Take this insight and the feeling of it with you and share it with others. There's this knowing that you can return to at any time. Bring this knowing first thing when you wake up, last thing before you go to sleep, and any other time during your day, just that instant. It's just simply a breath of awareness, a breath of knowing, breath of resting back as the knowing of whatever is present. Objects, sounds, feelings, thoughts, identity. Then you never really leave it. It's the essence of who you are. It's just a matter of recognizing that knowing. And resting is that knowing, that vast awareness in every moment. So thank you truly for your boundless, limitless, and divine presence and love and blessings always in everything that you do. So I'm going to gently pass back to Kevin and to all of you for any feedback, comments, or sharing, or insights that you would like to bring. And thank you, Kevin, always for your pristine guidance. Thank you, Stephen, for that beautiful practice. Thank you all for your participation. And we welcome any comments, any sharing of experience. Yes, Ebby and then Monica. Um, I want to, to thank you because I was a little bit skeptic about the session at the beginning because of the, thought, the questions that I'm going to ask. But at the end, it just brought me down to a very deep uh, awareness, full of awareness space. So it was like magic. I, I mean, the results uh, were there. But th there was some part that uh, maybe because I always am very mental, the thing is just to change like the point of view uh, when you see an object and that's one of point one point of view and then you instead of uh, using that point of view you put attention on the knower but in one part of the practice when we were actually watching an object uh, and we were uh, focusing on the knower you said that uh, you uh, that we might see sharper and with more light and i took that literally and uh, that doesn't happen or does it huh? it might happen or it might not happen i mean that it's not very important because at the end i i really went out of uh, focusing on the objects and focusing on the knower. But sometimes I expect that with those uh, changes in the point of view, it will come also a change in awareness itself. So awareness itself doesn't change. The only thing that changes is perception. Awareness is unchanging. Or maybe, like maybe I made a wrong question. Sometimes I think that by changing the point of view, there, there will be a change of perception. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And that, that might happen, especially if we're used to being in our thoughts and conceptualizing, and then all of a sudden we're finally attending to an object and seeing it as if for the first time with those fresh eyes, then that it could, that object could appear with a new clarity, with a new brightness that's not obscured by thoughts. It's just a, like a pure seeing in that moment, freshness, without bringing a name or our thoughts about it. Like if, if you meet with a person and you've known that person, uh, say your spouse, you've known that person for years and years and years, and you have certain thoughts about that person. But what if you look at them as if you've never seen them before? They may appear to you in a whole new way. Yeah. Kevin and Ebby, I, I was just kind of add, add to that. That um, so Ebby, as you know, I've just come back from Europe and I worked with many wonderful souls all, all across that that beautiful place on the uh, on our planet. And it would be fair to say that because people get very stuck on vision, on seeing there would be maybe half, so so let's say I, I did at least 60 sessions with people. Half of them would have, because they're very um, focused on seeing, they describe things like a clarity of seeing. When So they come into the awareness and there's a sharpening of, there's a sharpening of perception through vision, but that's not our only perception. So just as Kevin was saying, it might be a sharpening of clarity around our relationships, or you might become more aware of clarity around sound, or you might become even more aware of feelings. So people become very aware with more clarity of particular perceptions, especially the perception to which they're drawn. So does it? Have, so for example, I'm very visual. I get I get enormous clarity of the actual visual perception, but that's just me. It's not it's not a better or worse thing. It's just how it happens to arise. Um, you know, Kevin might feel more clarity of spatial perception, for example. I'm not saying that he does, but just as an example, people perceive in different ways, and we often find that the clarity around... So it could be relational, just as Kevin was saying. It could be um, auditory, could be visual, could be kinesthetically based. And you just start to become much, much more aware of the clarity of your perceptions in different ways. And Liz says, the more perspectives you can relate to, the wider your awareness, therefore, perception. Yes. Another, another way to put my question is, how bound is perception to awareness? I mean, yeah. is there a correlation? A change in awareness will implicate a change of perception uh, or not? Because... I think that many people are frustrated because they expect that with uh, um, by meditating and uh, doing practice, their perception will change significantly. And when the perception doesn't change and you see everything as normal, uh, they feel like uh, they are not uh, progressing in their practice. Yeah. So what what was your experience today? You described that at the beginning you were skeptical, 
And at the end, your perception had changed. That's very good uh, answer. But I think that the change in me was not in perception, but in a state of mind. So the question would be, what's the difference between a state of mind and perception? So, so there's perception, mind, and awareness. Then, okay. In, in that order. Perception, perception, perception happens in the mind, and mind happens in awareness. Very good. I, li I liked it. Very good. Thank you. It, give, it gave me a lot of light and clarity. Just a simple explanation like that. Thank you. Thank you, Abby. Monica? Uh, yeah, thank you so much, you guys. That was wonderful. And I, I really appreciated Abby's question. And the you know, the last thing you said there, Kev, the perception happens in the mind and what what was the next thing you said so perception happens in the mind mm -hmm. and the mind happens in awareness yeah i like that too that's really helpful um no i just loved it you guys and i felt today like all the the cues were so helpful and i just felt really present with them and i could feel like the back of my head more today tingling a lot i don't know why but it was and then I did see like a little light in my right here at one point, but I could really feel just the in and out of being the knower and not, you know, and that was just really helpful to go back and forth like that because it just helps, I think really helps me feel more flexible. And I love the idea too of like the clock ticking, you know, what Stephen was saying is like, I'm as much, identified as I am the clock ticking than I am that I am my mind that helped me mm -hmm. I really needed this today this was great because I, mm -hmm. I was going through a bit of just uh, growth today and I when I was like loved what we were doing today <laughs> and but just like I'm as much of this candle I'm looking at as I am the thoughts or beliefs or opinions of my own or others and it just helped it's really helping me let go more and I really appreciated that. Um, and also the thing uh, also you guys said about uh, r the relative personality, the relative person is functional and important, but it's not hold it loosely. I think you or Steven said, and that, that was really helpful too. just feeling it. And then I had a vision of it and it was just really, really helpful today. I'm really grateful for this practice. Thanks so much guys. Mm. Thank you, Monica. And it's so great to see everybody. Mm. Yes. Same, same. <laughs> yes, Connie. Hi, everyone. Hi, Connie. It's, it's been a little while since I've been able to attend one of these, so it's good to see everybody, especially... Ebby, I've missed you a lot. Anyway. Me too, me too, really. Anyway, anyway um, yeah, this was really uh, relevant to me today. 
because the last couple days have been really full of a lot of uh, thinking um, about circumstances that, you know, have just come up that we really don't have any control over. And the stepping outside of the, um, stepping outside of that perception is really helpful um, in facing whatever circumstances present themselves with more equanimity because touching into that awareness that's beyond it all, that's where, that's where the peace is. And I think being able to do that in, in little bits the last couple of days has really helped me a lot. And um, this practice kind of brought it in, you know, in a more focused way, a deeper way. So I appreciate that. And I just think it's uh, such an important thing to cultivate for our, our mental health. So thanks, Stephen. And thanks, Kevin. For that. Thank you, Connie. Beautiful. Thank you. Aaron, anything you'd like to add? There we go. Um, I just want to thank you both. I was thinking about uh, how much has changed for me in the last couple of years, you know, since the initial class and, and and just being dedicated to the practice. And and because there's something about coming back and doing it again and again, and then the cues that you give us and then the energy of everyone. Um, you know, I, it's really beyond words, but I have to say that that process of getting into the ground of being the seed of self or that um, I wrote something down. Uh, the presence is like the knowing that you were speaking of, Stephen, you know, just that knowing that's just the presence. And it's so hard in our, you know, in our day-to-day -day lives out in the world to touch into that presence because everything is moving so quickly uh, in this, in the time stream and we're reacting, but just dropping into that uh, more and more is so freeing. And it gives you such a great perspective when you go out into the world, you know, it's just like you said, Stephen, you're like a child. I feel like a child, you know, in my inner being, in the inner being is just, there's joy, you know, just joy to be alive. And uh, so thank you both. And thank you, everyone. It's been really great. Mm. Thank you, Karen. Beautifully mm. put. Yes. Thank you, Liz, for all your comments in the chat your insights.
All right. Well, thank you all once again for being here. This ROV Global Meditation, both live and on Enlightened World Network or on replay on Raising Our Vibration Community Facebook page. We thank you for being here and your presence makes a difference. So thank you for joining us and we can feel you. And thank you very much. Thank you, Abby. Perception, mind, awareness. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Tony, sending you love. <laughs> you and everybody. Bye-bye. Yeah, lovely Bye. to see everybody. Bye. Bye for now. Lovely to see everybody. <laughs> Much Take love. Take care. Love and blessings. Bye.